Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, and a podcast for fans of music in general, and a podcast for singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who are working hard to try to improve their career by listening to this show with tips from my guests. I am Bruce Wozniak. We are coming to you live from the Tascam booth at the NAMM show in Anaheim, California. Thrilled to be joined. We need some special sound effects here because for the first time in the history of Now Hear This Entertainment, we have a guest who is making their third appearance on the show. <laughs> episode 42, episode 88, and now today it's my buddy Karen Waldrop. First time we've ever done, done uh, the interview in person, in person too. Yeah, yeah, this is awesome. It's so great to, to sit alongside you, like you said, and do this front. So it was great to see you perform, too. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, how cool is it that, you know, everyone uh, who knows Karen Waldrop and uh, whether you've heard her on this show or you just know her in general knows that obviously you're, you're a country artist, but how cool is it that you're introducing saxophone Thank you, that? yes. It's nostalgically new. So uh, how and when did you get that idea? I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I think being from New Orleans, you know, as a small child, you walk around, you, you, you see har harmonica players and uh, saxophone players everywhere you look, and so I've always just really loved the instrument, and my writing has always been a little bit more edgy than straight-up country. Like, I definitely would never want, like, necessarily, like, a straight-up banjo throughout my whole set because my music just doesn't really lean that way. It's a little bit more edgy, a little bit more grooving, a little bit more New Orleans, um, like, uh, raspy, if you will. And so, because of that, I just felt like the instrument would be great. And so I started um, adding it to the band maybe about two years ago, I would say. And uh, maybe not that long, I can't remember. But uh, And it just was like the glue that, that pieced everything together for me. Did, really, it, did, it, feel, did it feel like, hey, this is what's been... I don't want to say missing because it almost sounds like there's been an emptiness, which there hasn't, but did it sound like, aha? Aha, like a light bulb, yep, absolutely. But... Again, this is a, a challenging question for me to ask because from what I've come to know of you, you don't really care what people think. You're doing <laughs> well, music and, and, and you're and you're proud of it and you're succeeding tremendously. But, you know, because everybody wants to scrutinize, you can't do that. Was there ever a part or view where you thought, you know, well, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to say, you can't put saxophone in country music. Sure. Uh, my grandmother, she had 18 kids. And uh, so that's a lot of kids. And she told me, I know, I know, so I have a huge family, but in New Orleans. But she said to me one time, the moment that you stop caring what other people think about you is the moment that you start living. And I thought, you know, I, I try my best to not really worry so much about what other people think because... I feel like music is is like a having a pizza topping. I mean, some people like pepperoni, some people like olives, some people like cheese. I can't control what they like. I just am the kind of pizza that I am. So um, I think that's important because it's eventually someone's turn to order pepperoni. And so eventually <laughs> it's your turn. And in the meantime, you just support all the other pizza toppings like while you're like waiting on your like turn. It. So saxophone's my topping, uh, I guess. Let the record show light on the cheese, heavy on the sauce. That's, that's, the, right. way I, that's okay. the way I like it. Obviously pepperoni, but light on the cheese and I mean very 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 light on the cheese okay I'll keep that sauce. in mind okay um, <laughs> anyhow so one one last thing and then we can move on but so is the saxophone here to stay permanently in in all Karen Waldrop music I think so it definitely has like a, um, a padding that it adds and it definitely has a celebratory feel to it now I don't put saxophone in every single song some songs are not necessarily appropriate so he might you know go off in the crowd and take a photo or go to the bathroom or get a drink or whatever um, so he doesn't play on every single song, but Chris Schaffner is my saxophone player, and he um, travels with 
with me and we just have a good time together. And uh, the sound that he provides is definitely uh, a unique type of uh, saxophone because it's unique to my sound. Um, and so a lot of times it's like a padding more than it even really is. I mean, sometimes he plays solos and stuff too, but it just gives you that party dance feel good feel. Or at least I feel that way. <laughs> There's the uh, the chicken and egg question. Did you meet him and say, aha, I need saxophone? Or did you get the idea in your head, I should add saxophone, and then you went out and found him? I added saxophone and had another guy that was playing with me very casually, just popping in, sitting in, you know, like an hour, like not even the full set. Uh, and so that was fun. And then I started to add it to my band. And then I met Chris at a coffee shop for an event that was going on and he said oh I play saxophone and oh I love saxophone it's my favorite instrument blah blah back and forth and then ever since then he's been in the band so wow wow yeah. how cool is that that was uh, that me that coffee shop meeting was in Nashville it was actually not a meeting it was my friend Billy Dawson's uh, showcase so I was there actually supporting another artist which goes to show you the benefits of supporting the other yeah, pizza yeah wow know? wow if you support other people's artists God kind of puts the resources back to you and was that in Nashville yep. for the record it was okay. in Nashville and it was a really great night because so, I met Chris. <laughs> so uh, an exciting time uh, for, for all things Karen Waldrop. You, a new record, you're, you're going into the studio to record. Now, those of you who've heard Karen on previous episodes of this show, I've, I've said uh, episodes 42 and 88, and do go back and listen to those again. Obviously, you've heard us play a lot of her music on these shows, uh, and so you've released some EPs, but this is actually going to be, despite all the music you have put out, this is going to be your first official full-length album. That's correct, and I think um, every artist moves to Nashville or L.A. or whatever with some idea that there's going to be this wizard who's going to make it happen for you, and I kind of, I'll admit, I had that thought too, and so then I think eventually after doing it independently for so long and for it really to have worked the way it has and millions and views and Facebook Live and all the things that are working for me, I didn't expect it to be an independent record, but this is an independent full-length record. And so we already have all the songs and we have the funds and we did that through a crowdfunding, which is also something I never expected to do. And it was the hardest 60 days of my career, mm. um, but also the most rewarding. Which, uh, which crowdfunding platform did you use? We used Indiegogo. Ah. And, uh, and it was something that I, you know, I've always known that Indiegogo is an option and I never did it because I just didn't have the right reason to do it. And so when I realized that I needed funding for a record and... Um, you know, if I get signed one day, that will be just so great because then someone else will be paying for that. But right now I'm independent, so I have to do the best I can do with what God gives me. And I really believe that you have to follow whatever it is you're meant to do. And you can't worry about what other people are doing or what other artists are doing because that's their journey. Amen. You can only worry about your own. Amen. And make the best so of it. Uh, when can we look for this album? Is it is it can can you tell at this particular time as we sit here today what what the approximate release time might be? I definitely think summer. Um, I'm, I'm promising the crowdfunding fans by August, so I'm hoping it's May, June, something like that. Summer. Okay. Okay. And so. uh, did you say the number of tracks? Yeah, it's going to be like 11 or 12. You know, wow. it'll be a full wow. length. Yeah. 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 You're, you're saying you know what? If it's time for me to finally do a full length album i'm going all the way not not you know eight or nine this is definitely double digits well and that's funny because one of the songs on the record is called all the way <laughs> it's like i want to go all the way all the way to the deepest part of who you are to the heart of the matter can we go that far all the way 
So anyway, oh, so that's wow. going to be on the record. Wow, wow I like that. I got, to, I got to do more interviews like this instead of sitting <laughs> in the studio and having the person call in over Skype. That's really cool. Uh, we are talking to Karen Waldrop. Visit her online at www.karenwaldrop.com. And you absolutely better believe she is all over social media. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Of course, do purchase her music. It's available on iTunes. And be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast. It's available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and even TuneIn Radio. And of course, follow Now Hear This on social media as well. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at the NAM show in Anaheim, California, specifically at the Tascam booth. Uh, and speaking of Tascam, um, because of this show, you are now a Tascam user, Karen. That is correct. I um, have a, a very great, wonderful, healthy relationship with Facebook Live. I love Facebook Live. It's been such a good tool for me, especially with being so new. So Tascam has uh, given me a product where I can mix my audio on Facebook Live, uh, also on any uh, in other ways too, like other video, recorded videos, but primarily for Facebook Live. So amen to Tascam and amen to you for hooking me up to them. <laughs> and uh, also while you're here at NAMM, um, there's a couple other companies that, that you're here to see, uh, one of them in particular, which is how you got it here in the first place. That's right. My in-ear monitors uh, for the entire band are provided by Westone In-Ears, and they're a company based out of Colorado Springs, which is cool because I've traveled there a lot, and I really like Colorado Springs. So they flew us out, and we've played eight shows at their stage. Wow. Yeah. And wow. then also, um, Sure is the newest partnership. I met them at the actual convention, and they've provided me a new microphone that I can use for my Facebook Live, too. And I think... I think a lot of the reason why people are interested is because Facebook Live is a unique thing for Yeah, I was going to ask you to go ahead and talk about that because you're having wonderful success. Uh, you've really found your niche with Facebook Live. You, you love using that. I love it. And I think when you, find your, when you find any niche, regardless of whether or not you meant to, you do have to realize what's working. And so for me, I've had some very successful experiences with using Facebook. For That's where my fans are. That's where they consume my music and and that's where they watch my shows and so I do Facebook live I call it Waldrop worldwide and uh, and I play new music I play cover songs I play I did a Christmas one I'm about to do a Valentine's one I did I did a Christmas one I did a Valentine's one and so there's all kinds of different ways that you can take advantage of it and one of the country blogs called Country Rebel has partnered with me and we've gotten like 20 million wow. views wow. over the last Yeah, you've had uh, you've had two videos that have gone viral. Talk about those. Yes, I've had two videos that have gone viral. One of them was a cover I did of I Hope You Dance, which was a song request from a fan. Mm. And uh, and she just asked me to sing it, so I sang it and I recorded it and it got 16 million views through Wow. Through wow. Facebook. So wow. uh, so then the other one was um, a song called by Alabama called Angels Among Us, and we did that in a church, in my church, in front of stained glass, and that one went viral too. So it's wow. been it's wow. a blessing. Yeah, I remember, uh, I want to say it was episode 33 of the show, and I talked to Sarah Donner, uh, who had uh, a Sleepy Kitten video that went viral, and I asked her about that, you know, how in the world does that happen? And she said, you can't make something no, go viral. No, you cannot. You know, it's, it's, it's either just going to happen on its own, or it's not, and, you know, here she is, this singer-songwriter who has a, a video go viral about a cat that keeps falling asleep and waking up as she's playing her guitar, uh, or, or it might have been... Um 
anyhow, it doesn't matter. The point is that, you know, if people discover her because of her Sleepy Kitten video, That's all right. of a sudden, hey, I like this, this Sarah Donner girl out of New Jersey, and here you are doing Facebook Live, and, and of course, uh, you've had a lot of success with CMT as well. Your videos are routinely on, on CMT. Yeah, I love CMT. They're my people. Um, CMT has been really good to me when it comes to actual produced videos. They are always willing to pull it, put it up on their site, put it on Facebook, uh, CMT Pure Pack, put it on CMT. So they've been a great partner for me too. That is a totally different type of video because it's a well-produced video where the Facebook Live niche falls into a very unproduced video. So there's there's the difference. You know, whenever you do a, a professional music video, it goes to CMT. But when you want to do a raw connecting intimate video with your fans Facebook live is a great outlet so it's nice to know the difference and so the CMT videos though is there some sort of uh, handshake agreement or maybe even something written are you required to give them videos every so often do you put pressure on yourself to say I, w- I want something new on CMT it's been a while so let's produce a music video how, how do you approach all that Yeah, I try to do a music video tied to the actual recording, sound recording that I did, like the single. So, for example, once we get done with this record, I'll have whatever my next single is, and then we'll hire a a video producer to do a professional video tied to the audio of from the studio. So it's just a different approach, you know. It's it's a more of a music video that goes down in your catalog than the Facebook. How how involved do you get with the videos as far as storyboarding them and the whole concept and you know what you want it to look like, or do you say I just have a producer that kind of just comes up with with it for me and says, here you go, become the actress. Right. Well, Amy Lewis is my creative director and she's really good at helping me make sure that whatever I'm doing is in within the trend uh, that is colorful or it matches the vibe of the video, of the music. Um, so she does a lot of it. She really does do a lot of the actual imagery. And then as far as a production, that's usually just angles and filming. And then I do, you know, uh, creative thoughts, ideas, and then between the team, we kind of pull it all together and make some cool videos. The last one we did was in uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama on the beach, and we had a polar bear in it. So, I mean, we definitely try to do things that are uh, different, and that was for I Got That Kind of Time. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you to give the title so uh, so the listeners can go look for that one. Uh, another favorite is Trashy Crash the Party. There's a great oh, yeah. great video for that one out there. Um, what about uh, what about live shows, Karen? Um, you, you, you know, it's no surprise to bump into you here in California, even though you live in Nashville, because you're you're constantly touring. You're always playing all over, and I imagine that even though you're doing a new record, you're still going to be playing live shows all over the place this year. That's right, yes. We travel wherever the music takes us, so sometimes it's a huge surprise, and like yesterday I found out we're playing Pennsylvania, and it's like, oh great, wow. you know, because my, my booking girl got that. So sometimes uh, we get we get shows that are um, random places that we've never been, and then sometimes it's not surprising at all, like Memphis, or New Orleans, or Dallas, you know, just so in the box of of what I'm supposed to be doing, like Nashville. Um, but sometimes it's really random. Like I've been to Ireland and... Yeah, I was going to say, when you've been on the show before, you've talked about some of these overseas trips that you've made to Europe and I believe even uh, to, the, to the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. We did uh, Honduras and Belize and Ireland and uh, Costa Rica. I've, tra- I've been able to travel a lot, but I do look forward to more travel um, it, it, coming up in the next few years having specifically to do with music like going to the UK or New Zealand or 
Thailand or anywhere in Asia or, you know. <laughs> well, but it's great because obviously, you know, through things like CMT, through things like Facebook Live, through all of your regular social media, obviously you're able to connect with that many more people. And so there are audiences waiting for you when you get to these that's destinations, right. whether they're international or, or here in the U.S. That's exactly right. And that's the power of the internet and globalizing music. It's really cool that you can have a fan base all around the world, but yet you can still hang out in Little Rock, Arkansas, and maybe you don't have a huge fan base there, but you like randomly have one in Nebraska somewhere. So, I mean, definitely, there's definitely, it's an interesting thing, and with the viral videos and with the internet being my new best friend and Facebook, <laughs> I'm having so many random, you know, strangers and people approaching at shows, which is really interesting. It's all good stuff. Uh, Karen Waldrop, um, again, a uh, milestone for our show. The first guest to be on NHTE for three times. Uh, so go back and listen to her on episode 42, episode 88. And Karen, it was great to have you here in person today. Thank you so much. Thank you. I now hear this entertainment. I guess just can't get enough, right? We got absolutely. Do, we have to start a scandal and do four. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it, listeners. Uh, do check her out at www.karenwaldrop.com, and then find her all over social media. You heard her talking about Facebook, so she is certainly there. But also visit Karen's official YouTube channel. Follow her on Instagram. Follow her on Twitter. Do purchase her music. It is available on iTunes. Don't forget to visit www.nh te.net sign up for the email newsletter there and also follow us on social media facebook youtube twitter and instagram subscribe to the show and tell your friends about it we're on itunes we're on google play music stitcher radio soundcloud and even tune in radio and at nhte.net you'll find every episode of the show with the audio the guest photo a description of the show quotes from the guest a link to their website and even an indication of which songs we played by that guest i am bruce warzniak here at the nam show in anaheim California, and this is Now Hear This Entertainment. Standing there in the grocery aisle when it caught my eye, oh my, I guess inquiring minds just want to know, I don't believe in everything I read, but cover stories, talk to
This is our special series of interviews done live on location, and you know about the various outlets where you can hear Now Hear This Entertainment, as well as the various social media platforms you can engage with the show through. But I've stepped back into Crystal Blue Sound Studios long enough to tell you about some of the other features around Now Hear This Entertainment. When you're looking for music from any of the guests who appear on Now Hear This Entertainment, or for that matter, anytime you're going to make any kind of purchase from Amazon, period, be sure to go to www.nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help with a small return from Amazon to NHTE, which helps keep the show going so you can continue to hear great artist interviews and their original music each week. If you really love the show, wear it. There are NHTE t-shirts and hats available for purchase at nhte.net. It's a fun way to spread the word to others about this podcast. Those of you who are regular listeners to the show know all about the tip I always give out in the middle of each episode talking to up-and-coming performers. That's a segment called Bruce's Bonus, and as much as I'd like you to go back and listen to past episodes of NHTE to try to find all those bonuses, they have all been compiled for you in a concise ebook format, which you can purchase at www.brucesbonusbook.com. I also want to hear your thoughts on the show and chat online with you, as well as get the listeners talking to one another, which is why there is a special Facebook group for NHTE listeners. Look for the NHTE Facebook group icon at nhte.net, or just search on Facebook for the group. It's called NHTE Listeners. And we also now have a Patreon for the show. I sincerely appreciate your consideration of an ongoing monthly donation to help support continued production and related expenses of NHTE. There are different levels of giving listed, as well as some neat thank you gifts for doing so. Just go to nhte.net and look for the Patreon button, or go to patreon.com slash nhte. And of course, Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash nhte. One final note from here at the studio before we resume the live on-location interviews, and that is for you to check out Crystal Blue Sound Studios online. They are located near Tampa, Florida, but in this day and age of online file sharing and cloud storage can help you regardless of where you are. So be sure to visit www.cbpro.net, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. And now, back to our special NAM Show series. This is Now Hear This Entertainment. I am Bruce Wozniak. We are at the Tascam booth at the NAM Show in Anaheim, California. Be sure to check us out online at www.nhte.net. Engage with Now Hear This on social media as well. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, do subscribe to the show and tell your friends about it. We're on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and even TuneIn Radio. A special guest here on Now Hear This Entertainment all the way back in the very early stages of this show, episode six to be specific. Go back and listen to that one. The guest was Ashley E. Norton. And now here she is representing 
Witherward and is here with her duo partner. So this is very formal. It's Ashley E. Norton and Edward A. Williams. Ah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Welcome, both of you. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks, thanks for the nice performance here on stage. It's good to hear you both performing live. I know uh, you do it so much, but it's good to, for me to get to witness it in person. Well, it's fun to do it in a, in a stage where you have like headphones and, and awesome mics. And <laughs> it's just like, wow, that's cool. We should have that for every show. <laughs> well, that's uh, it's one of the benefits of, of being here at NAM is is getting to work with Tascam and, and all their great equipment and their great people and yeah. uh, all the great care that they've taken care of me over over these four days. Um, and and for the two of you, uh, this NAM show has been terrific, productive. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, no been. Kidding. We came here with nothing and nothing. expecting nothing, nothing. Not really a, much of a plan either. So. No, we just kind of showed up and we left with like uh, three endorsements. Go ahead, you can tell, talk about those deals uh, that you got. Yeah, the first one I, I want to talk about is Avian Guitars. Mm. And we were introduced to them by our good friend Jason Costell, who's just been an absolute saint to us on this show. Yeah. And he's a he's an amazing luthier. World class luthier. Yeah, yeah. His guitars run about $20,000. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. But he took us downstairs to <laughs> ones that are still absolutely amazing and not as expensive. And we, we talked to them for a long time. And and we were able to work out an endorsement deal with them. These guitars are absolutely beautiful. Oh, man. They, they're everything we're looking for as far as sound goes, yeah. and we're going to be partnering up with them and you know, really join the Avian family this year, and we're really, really excited about that. And then uh, two others as well while, while you've been here at NAMM? Yeah, the other one we uh, we uh, picked up. I guess yesterday we started talking with Heil microphones, um, which I had I had been familiar with Heil uh, for a while now because I've been I've been an engineer for a while, and um, when and uh, Ashley and Heils have a mutual friend, and so yep, we walked Karen up, Gallagher, Karen Gallagher, and uh, when we uh, so we walked up and all Ashley had to do was just say her name, and they're like, oh. <laughs> oh man! They're like, do you guys want an endorsement? We're like, oh okay. <laughs> we do, but it shouldn't be that easy. So why are you doing this? <laughs> exactly. And then speaking of easy, your third one. Yes, and then so we went downstairs. We we played the Avian guitars in the set before the podcast, and we went downstairs and and we were talking to the guys. And I'm like, oh, we forgot our capos at home. And they're like, oh well, there's a capo stand right over the corner here. G seventh. They're like, go talk to them. Maybe they'll loan you one. And so the guy was really cool. And, and I said, can can I borrow one of your capos? And he said, absolutely. And I said, can I borrow two? <laughs> and he said, sure. And I told him that we were endorsed with Avian. And he said, oh, well, we'd like to work out a similar deal with you. So outstanding. G7th.com and AvianGuitars.com. Well, and it's and it's terrific to hear these types of deals getting done here. But you know, similarly, we've seen that spirit of cooperation here at the NAM show. You know, where vendors are loaning each other their products, or you know, are are, are accepting artists in to say, sure, here, go and use this. Just bring it back to us. And in a lot of cases, let us know how you like it. It's it's impressive seeing how many of these vendors that are here are so welcome to input by by the users such as yourselves, and to say, you know, I mean, the two of you are obviously three. The, the listeners can't see it on the podcast, um, but the guitars uh, that, that were just played here are, are both almost on display in front of our stage, and, and they're and they're not only great sounding guitars, but they're beautiful to look yeah. at too. Absolutely, oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. 
So, uh, Ashley, you mentioned um, during the performance um, that Witherward has a new album coming out, uh, which will be called The Anchor. It was recorded in Phoenix uh, at Goldcap Studios, and um, it's not just the two of you on that album, though. You had other players. Yes, we have uh, Patrick Hershey playing bass. He plays upright bass mostly on the album, and then Stephanie Groot plays violin and mandolin. And we've been playing with them quite a bit across the whole country over the last year. So it was really cool for us to get them into the studio and do what we've been doing live on our album. Yeah. And they just absolutely nailed it. We're, we're really pleased. But again, you know, for, for listeners, casual listeners of this podcast who hear the guests on this show coming on and saying that they recorded an album, I think everyone has these visions of, oh my gosh, that's just kind of the, the, the creme de la creme right there. When you're in these big, huge, fancy studios and it's got all these knobs and controls and you got all these people around you and in fact you took the uh, self-produced self-engineered approach to this album yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely like we, we um, yeah because well I, I studied engineering when I was in Nashville and so I have all the skills I need to do that and so um, it's a boon for us that we can keep everything in house and we can just go to a studio I, I know what's happening I can uh, I have a computer I can record everything on and so um, and then we can kind of control our own vision too so that kind of helps well and let's be honest since we do talk about the business of music on this podcast so much it saves money I mean yes. you know Edward has the, the knowledge and the training well, you know why wouldn't you why would you pay someone else when you can keep your cost down or yeah. allocate that somewhere else mm -hmm. exactly Absolutely. We, we, that was exactly our thought we wanted to put more money into the marketing of this album than we did into the recording of this album so it was a big thing to chew off like we we put a lot of our energy into this it took us two months to do it by ourselves but we're really pleased with how it came out uh, but Ashley what are, what are some of the, the positives and negatives of being your own producer other than you know as we mentioned it, at least in terms of the engineering Edward being able to do it himself but you know there there's some positives and negatives like I'm saying of, of being your own producer talk about those yeah well like Ed said we got to really just have complete control complete creative control and no outside input which is which is great for us because we're an indie band in every single way we do everything by ourselves so it's kind of hard for us to sign on to somebody all of a sudden telling us what to do when we've been doing it ourselves for the last three years and this way it got to be a real collective effort between all the musicians I also want to mention Tony King who played drums for us who is based in Phoenix and we just really came together and it was a really cool collaborative thing we we did a lot of rehearsals before we hit the green button and then we hit the green button many times over and over, <laughs> and over again because we could because we had all the time to do it um, the problem is is we had all the time to do it Mm. Yeah, so, so it's like herding cats at that point. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, my mom always says that it takes one, one, two people to complete a art project, one person to do it, and one person to tell you when it's done. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> so that that's usually me because I'm like I have to edit all this, and fix all this afterwards. You so guys are done. <laughs> we're done. But but so in other words, you know, the negative is that if you were in a studio, the studio would make it a, a more efficient timeline 
mean and kind of be more apt to speak up and say you're done the financial like, hey, well, the financials would say oh yeah we're done yeah <laughs> well but 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 also in terms of uh, you know just having uh, an uninterested third party yeah. who would say you're overthinking this you know we're not going to change a yeah. song that we've already changed and went back and changed again it's it's good exactly yeah, or stop having nerf wars in the studio <laughs> and get in there and play your instrument yeah I am Bruce Warzniak. We are here on location at the Tascam booth at the NAMM show in Anaheim, California, talking to Witherward, which is Ashley E. Norton and Edward A. Williams. Visit the band online at www.witherward.com. It's W-H-I-T-H-E-R-W-A-R-D, but you can just look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling so that you can visit them online at witherward.com. And then, of course, they are certainly on social media as well, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, so keep up with them on social media and visit their official website. And of course, make sure you're checking out www.nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. We are on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and even TuneIn Radio. And do engage with Now Hear This on social media as well. We are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, the two of you tour independently. Um, you've been out on the road and, and living out of your car. I, I, I know that. I see it all the time. And for some reason, I, I just have a hard time believing it. You know, it's, it's, it's because, you know, you, you automatically think of the word, they're gypsies. Yeah. Um, but, but you really are. Really you you are. You honestly don't have... Like, you know, you, you said we left our capos at home. You meant the hotel room, you know, or oh, whatever, but... Yeah, I meant our car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of... Yeah, it, no, it, there's actually a thing, and it actually, <laughs> actually is... We, you know, most of our possessions are in, in the car. The rest are, you know, in the storage booth somewhere, so... In the storage unit, so it just, like... We managed to do. We managed to make the touring work because we kind of have to cut everything out, everything else out. And uh, but and we've been works. we've been so lucky. We have such an amazing support system along the way. Like um, not just our our friends and our family, but fans, yeah. old fans and new people we run into at shows, and, and they hear our story and they invite us into their homes and they feed us dinner and they let us do our laundry and yeah, from anywhere wow. from a few wow. days to a a month. I mean, wow. mm-hmm. yeah, we have a really, really nice couple we're staying with in Anaheim for a whole month. Wow. Right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been fantastic. And listeners, uh, go back and check out episode 140 of Now Hear This Entertainment. One of my guests were the duo of Shane and Emily. Uh, very similar story. They live in an RV and they're constantly on the road and talked about the, uh, <laughs> again, the positives and negatives of, yeah. of taking that approach. Um, but, you know, for the two of you, what is, what is it like booking shows, making connections? You mentioned finding places to stay uh, because again I, I, I hope the listeners are getting the recurring theme of you're doing all of this independently you talked about staying at people's homes you talked about not going to a, a studio and, and recording everything yourselves what is it like doing all this I mean you are you know it's kind of that the old thing you know look in the in the dictionary under independent artist and you'll see a picture of Witherward there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah our job never stops it's it's constant and we have our roles within the band that are very well defined and sometimes they bleed into each other but mostly we we really know what our strengths and weaknesses are and we really use that to our advantage so Ed is is fantastic with IT and computers he builds all of our websites does all of our engineering or our you know uh 
I do a lot of the financial stuff too. Oh uh, yeah, so. all the driving also. The he's driving. Our, he's <laughs> our bus driver. I do all the booking, which is something that you know artists always say they have a really hard time with, mm. and I've come into a really nice rhythm with that, and I've I've been really lucky and feel really blessed that that's come so easily for me. So yeah. I'm able to book us. You know, we did over 250 shows last Ooh, year. Wow. All across wow. the whole country. Yeah, wow. We'll be doing the same, if not more, this year. Now you mentioned that the album that that you had Stephanie Groot on violin, Tony King on drums, Patrick Hershey on bass. However, uh, Witherward and, and you say 250 shows a year. It's it's the two of you. Yes, when you, when you're out cr- crossing the country and staying in strangers' homes, yeah. it's 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 Ed and yourself. Mostly, Stephanie's joined us on three or four occasions now for about a week at a time. Um, Patrick was on the sh- on the road with us for a whole month last summer, um, and that we had to get real creative because we just we drive a Subaru Outback, so we had to get a little thing to put on the roof, and then you know Stephanie's <laughs> like scrunched up in the back, and <laughs> and then we have to find an additional place. For an extra person to stay as well, so I, yeah, I don't know how we do it. It gets kind, it can get kind of squirrely with uh, when when the number increases, but we made it work fantastically so far. Yeah, yeah it's 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 all the it's all the life of an independent artist, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and and things that that you've just kind of come to uh, accept as natural, even though there are times when they are unnatural. I mean, even look at here, you know, you're going and you're getting these endorsements, and it's. I'm looking at Ashley, listeners. It's you and Ed. You know, it's yeah. not, well, our business manager went and got us these endorsements, and then our publicist went and got us these interviews. And no, it's Ashley and Ed yeah. that are getting all these things. Yeah. We have to take, we have to uh, seal the deal, you know, in the, at the, in the end with everything. So that it puts a lot of responsibility on us, but I don't know if we, I don't know, um, we just kind of still find a way to make it work. Like we don't go into a complete panic if we have to take on a big responsibility. We just kind of find a way to make it work in the end, you know? And it's all its all we do. So that's yeah. the other side of it. You know, we don't have day jobs or part-time jobs or other things that we do on the side. This is it. Wither Word is all that we do. And listeners, you know that I've said this over and over on so many episodes of the show, and I don't care, I'm going to say it again. You can never have too many contacts. Ashley and I have known each other for a number of years now. Uh, when Ashley lived in Nashville, I would see her there, and we've stayed in touch. And lo and behold, when Wither Word is ready to come to Florida, I'm going to book them in Florida, and they're going to stay at my house. Listeners, this is this is the value of contacts, and this is why it's so important to make the good impression on everyone, to stay in touch with the people you meet, to not only go to people with your hand out when you need something, and lo and behold, the success that Witherward is having is because of all the contacts that they have, that they're making, that they continue to manifest from social media, from their touring, and, and the like. Uh, I do want to go back, though, to, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that Ashley was on the show as herself as Ashley E. Norton the, 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 the singer-songwriter uh, way back on episode 6 um, when you came on that time you had just signed a deal with a record label um, and you and I talked uh, off the air prior to this that you kind of wanted to share with some of the listeners who are up and comers about your experience with that and that just because you get signed doesn't mean that you're then on easy street it's funny how many artists think that once you get a record deal that you just have it made in the shade and that's just not true at all um, I'll tell you absolutely nothing happened with that record label I signed it and I was really really weary about about this contract I did I made sure that it was absolutely perfect from start to finish in my favor 
and I wasn't going to sign it otherwise. So when people say, oh, that's too bad that it fell out, that must have been really hard. I'm like, well, it really wasn't because when it, we when the year was up and I said, okay, nothing's happening, I was just literally able to walk away with no expense out of my own pocket. So after that, I really became a big cheerleader for Indy. In fact, I have a blog that you can read um, called Do It Your Herself. And um, Indy on the Move published it, as well as a, a couple other um, online publications. But yeah, we've just been seeing more success with Witherward and doing everything ourselves than I ever did under the label or another producer or manager. I've had all kinds of stuff. And this, I mean, we've gone farther. We've played more shows. We've made more fans than I ever have in my whole life just doing it ourselves because who's going to do it better than you? Yeah. Okay, but, and this will be the last question, because the two of you are having such success now and you're seeing everything come together, you have this new album that's going to come out this year, do the thoughts start creeping into your head of, hey, now we are more marketable to a record label, maybe maybe we'll get the right deal this time, or is it, you know what, we're, we're, we're happy, we're fine on our own? It's more of a, any, any kind of, let's say, deal is more of a background process. Like, if it happens, and if it's right, if it's the right company, we'll talk, we'll, we'll think about it. But, I think, at this point, and what we've seen a lot of other artists do, if you, and I've seen a lot of other companies do, build up a part of your business or your or your brand that, when it gets too big to handle, hand it off to somebody else that you trust. And so, I think that, in the end, is gonna be what we wind up doing. Like when, you know, if, if we manage to build up a mark, like marketing and press that's too big for us to handle ourselves and we finally get a process for it, then we can find someone and say, hey, uh, how about you help us run this? Nicely said. You know, so Nicely I think said. that's that's ideal and that helps us keep control of everything and keep it indie, you know. Nicely said. He is Edward A. Williams and this is Ashley E. Norton. They are Witherward and I want to thank the both of you for coming on now here at this entertainment and for taking the time to come and perform as well. Yeah, it was great. Thank you for having us. This has been really fun. Yeah. I am Bruce Wozniak and this is Now Here This Entertainment. Find us online at www.nhte.net. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast and tell your friends about it. We are on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, and even TuneIn Radio. Engage with Now Here This on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. My thanks to Karen Waldrop and to Witherward, this is Now Hear This Entertainment.